You're listening to Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, this is another Around the Horn episode. Whenever you guys are seeing this, there will be a new series, as I mentioned in previous episodes, of a NFL fantasy season, which I know it's pretty late in the season, as you guys are getting ready to wrap up your Super Bowls and either become champions or lose, hopefully become champions. Um, we're going to be introducing a new series, and this hopefully will continue through the playoffs of the NFL. But right now, we are going to stick with Around the Horn. <clears throat> so today, we have got on tap, we've got the NFL. We're going to be talking about the NFL, NCAA basketball, NBA, and soccer. And possibly, if we want to, we can get to NCAA football. All right, so let's start off with the NFL. Starting off with the NFL, well, the Seahawks have just clinched a first-round playoff spot. Well, not a first round by a playoff spot. They have clinched playoff berth, even though Russell, Russell Wilson's looking really bad guys. Like I, I really, I hate to say it. I hate to break it to you, but I think the Seahawks will be the first team out of the playoffs. And it really, it pains me to say this because they had such a good start to the season, but you know, Russ has shown that he's always going backwards and he's not, he's not going forwards and he starts off the season great and does awful towards the end which is where they need him to be good. So we'll see what happens. It'll be a really, you know, interesting situation there in Seattle. And I really believe that the Seahawks might, they might win. I I really believe that the Seahawks are going to be out. And I really don't think that the Seahawks have a chance, if that makes sense, in this playoffs. And, you know, DK Metcalf's great and all. Chris Carson's great and all. Jamal Adams, the defense, Bobby, Bobby Wagner is great. Defensive line's awesome. I mean, their pass defense is really awful, but, you know, they they held up against Washington, the Washington football team. It's just, you know, I don't know that they have that playoff caliber, and I'm not sure that Russell Wilson – I know he's clutch, but I'm not sure if he's as clutch as he was a couple years ago when he was in his prime against the Broncos in the Super Bowl, and I'm not sure that he can take his team to the playoffs. And, I mean, he can take his team to the playoffs, just not very far, not very far. All right, so we'll move it on to the next topic really quick. We're going to actually move this down to 30 seconds so we can speed up the show. And we'll start off again with Hertz is continuing to spark the Eagles offense, guys. You know, really, Hertz is just doing great for this offense right now, and it's it's showing. Carson Wentz says that he does not want to be a bench player. He wants to start. But, you know, with Hertz's performance, I don't know that he's going to have a starting job. And there's not a lot of teams right now that need a quarterback besides the Jets, but they're going to go for Trevor Lawrence. If But they won, so they're probably going to go for Justin Fields. And the Jags will get Trevor Lawrence. But really, J- Jalen Hurts could be a franchise quarterback, like a mini Michael Vick and a Walmart Lamar Jackson. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's move it on to rookie Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is injured for the Chiefs currently and really this is a this is big because the Chiefs the Chiefs beat the, the Saints and my next thing's about Drew Brees but my next topic but I really just want to focus up on this really quick because Le'Veon Bell if you are a fantasy owner or you are a Le'Veon Bell fan this is his time this is literally his time this is when Le'Veon Bell is going to come into the starting spot as it seems because Clyde Wertelaire is injured so that Chiefs backfield will be all Le'Veon Bells, it seems. All right, so let's move it on to the next topic for the NFL is Drew Brees. 
Okay, guys, you know, he really, it was kind of shaky at first. He went 0 for 6, 0 for 5, and had an interception to, to start off the game against Kansas City. And really, it, it, he he looked okay, but really shaky, you know, 0 for 6 with an interception, like I just said, uh, starting off the game. And really, you know, coming off ribs, he broke <laughs> almost as many ribs as he had in his body. So really, him throughout this game, he really was not on his best game and I really I don't know what to say about it to be honest and it's just it's not it's not his normal self it's not his normal self and I don't I don't see Drew Brees anywhere close to where his where he was in his prime so we will move it on to the next topic which is going to be Antonio Brown all right guys well AB has officially become a buck starter and he is officially a part of the bucks unit like Legit, you know, he was just messing around with the Bucks, and we didn't know if he was going to be a legit asset. But if you own him in fantasy, definitely start him in your Super Bowl if you are in the Super Bowl or this week, this upcoming week, whichever whichever week you are in. Start Antonio Brown. He caught his first touchdown pass as a Buccaneer, and he's going to continue to catch those because Tom Brady and him have a special connection. So we'll see what happens. And they've been teammates before, and they've also been rivals. So it'll be an interesting situation to see. How that plays out. All right, so we'll move it on to the next topic, which I believe is Steph. Yes, it is Stefan Gilmore. Guys, really, this is really, really crazy right now. I don't really see. I, I don't understand. I really don't. I don't get this. How does Gilmore hurt himself? He. I saw the the replay, but he tried to plant and dive and break on a route, and he. His knee got all screwed up. It really did not look good, guys. And, you know, I, I don't recommend you look at that replay because, A, Gilmore is in a lot of pain in that replay, and, B, the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick just lost a big defensive asset to this team, and it really is going to hurt them in the long run. Playoffs or not, I mean, this could be a serious injury, and we'll see We'll see what happens. I mean, they are eliminated, eliminated from the playoffs, but uh, down the road we'll see if it's a long-term injury. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the NFL, and we're going to move on quickly to the NCAA basketball. So we'll start it off with Northwestern. Guys, this is crazy. Michigan State just got upsetted by Northwestern. They got destroyed, too. Like, it wasn't even a close game. It wasn't one of those close games that, you know, people really went off in and people, you know, were, were playing well. Northwestern really played well. You know, they they were really bouncing out their offense and defense. And, you know, they they took down number four Michigan State. And really, Michigan State, like these teams really early in college basketball, it it's showing that these teams that are in the top 10, top 15, top 20, they're not legit right now. And, you know, Creighton even, they won just barely in overtime against UConn. And really, it's just... It's gonna show who's gonna who's who are these real teams. You'll see, you'll see down the road. You know if Kentucky is if Kentucky is not ranked, you'll see what happens. They're gonna go for a big run in the end, and John Calipari is gonna go off. All right, and that actually is our next topic, guys. John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. They have dropped to the fifth in in a row. They've dropped their fifth game in a row. And really, that is their worst start statistically until uh, since 1926, which for John Calipari, I mean, 
his entire coaching career has been amazing, just crazy good. His status has been, you know, they they've kept the maintained a consistent status, but really this is not a Kentucky team. It's not a Kentucky team I'm used to seeing. And really, I I wouldn't be surprised if they made a last minute run. And I know they've dropped five, but there's a long season go, and John Calipari I think is going to have it under control. All right, we'll move it on to the final thing, the final thing up uh, uh, topic for our. Fan, or not, excuse me, fantasy. I can't talk right now. The NCAA men's college basketball topic. And our final topic is going to be about Johnson, Gators Johnson. They're Keontae Johnson, uh, who I talked about previous around the horn episodes. And, you know, this guy really, I, I feel bad. I really feel bad. And he's just, he, he's making a nice recovery. And I'm really, I'm really, you know, happy for him. I'm I'm happy and I really am thank I'm you know I'm thankful that I am in good health and I'm hopefully you guys are finding you in good health right now and hope you all are staying safe. But to get back onto Keontae Johnson, I really he's he's thankful for the support since collapsing on the court, but really that was not a very very casual and su- casual sight, you know. And I'm just going to say it blunt. I really I don't know what to say about I really, I really don't know what to say about this because Keontae Johnson is one of the best players on Florida right now on their roster, and it really, it, it's that's that's a really large asset of your offense and defensively. Like that's that's a huge part of your offense and defense you're losing. So you know I'm not gonna get sidetracked right now about this, but it's really, I, it's really good to see him out of critical stage and you know support getting a lot of support and thanking supporters. Uh, ever since he collapsed on the court. So uh, we will move on to the NBA. So, guys, you know, this really, this is crazy. Kuzma is about, Kyle Kuzma, that is right, Kyle Kuzma is about to reach a three-year extension deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. That is correct. A three-year extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, AD and LeBron already signed their deals. But Kyle Kuzma is agreeing to a three-year, $40 million extension deal. And really, this is insane. This this is insanity. I, I really don't understand. This is crazy, you know, and I I don't understand why they're doing this. I'm not if – if I'm missing something, I don't see Kuzma as a uh, $40 million three-year type of man, you know. He's not, he's not someone that's going to get paid that much for to do really nothing. So I, I I don't see it. I don't see why. I don't see why that the Lakers had to sign him again and maybe release him into free agency and get some cap space. But really that I don't see him as a asset. All right, we'll move it on to the next topic. It is Rudy Gobert. Guys, I don't know what to say here either. He is not worth this much. Why are you paying someone this much to play on a basketball team for you? It's just so unnecessary. Five years, $205 million. That is correct. $205 million. That is like a max contract for a center who's not even they, – they haven't made a finals appearance or a conference finals appearance, and you're paying the guy about $41 million a year. That is correct. $41 million a year to play for you. I, I don't understand it, and maybe I never will, but that – 
really is crazy. And if you're the Utah Jazz, you are overpaying him by a millions. By millions. All right. So we will move it on to the next topic. And I'm going to mention later in the show, if you guys are listening now, Lynn is uh, with the Warriors G team, G League team. We're going to start it off also and end off the show with former lottery pick Kaminsky uh, and Lou, Teron Lou, Ty Lou, excuse me. Ty Lou to employ triangle sets to use Kawhi Leonard like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. So really, this this is also a really interesting situation here in L.A. You know, L.A., really, Ty Lue, who was a former Cavaliers coach, and I I, I don't understand what, what this – if he's trying to be like Kobe, if he's trying to be like Michael Jordan, trying to make Kawhi what he isn't, you know, Kawhi's really special, and I believe that he has a lot of potential, but I just don't see him as a Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. His shot release is not like them. He's, you know, he's mobile. He's mobile, but he's not, you know? And I feel like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant have better builds, builds if that makes sense. And Kawhi Leonard is more of a stock player, if you will. So I, I really, it'll be an interesting situation in the offseason, uh, which we're in right now. And we'll see what happens on December 22nd if Kawhi Leonard will be playing with this different game plan uh, and see if, you know, Ty Lue really wants to, we'll see if Ty Lue, what, what he wants to do and how he wants to handle the offense and defense. All right. And we will also mention really quickly, Frank Kaminsky, who was waived by the Sacramento Kings. He was a former lottery pick. He was waived by the Sacramento Kings, the seven footer. He is seven feet tall. That is correct. Seven feet tall. And the Kings signed him for the former the former lottery pick, right? He's he was in the lottery, and he, you know, for a one year contract last month after the Suns declined his five point one five point two excuse me million dollar option, and they declined him, they totally declined him, and you know he's now waived on he got to the Kings, so he was averaging five point three points in 7.6 minutes per game in the preseason games with the Kings. And we'll see how he does this season. Uh, you know, he was with the Charlotte Hornets, selected ninth overall in the 2015 draft, and has not really done much since then. But it, it'll be, it'll be you know, it'll be cool to see what the, the Kings decide to do with him. They start him, which I don't think is going to happen. Marvin Bagley will probably start. And what, they, what they're really going to bring to the table, the Kings. All right, so we'll end it off the show right here after we talk about Jeremy Lin does not want to end up signing with the Golden State Warriors G League team. Now, you know, Jeremy Jeremy Lin really is a clutch player. He played with the Knicks, and he was great. He was great. Of course, I was not alive for his prime game, and I didn't remember most of his prime games with the Knicks, but, you know, he really just was – from what I'm seeing highlights-wise, he is an amazing, or he was and still is actually, an amazing mobile player that can really get stuff done for a team. And I really believe that, you know, he doesn't want to get signed with the G League, but I, I believe that he could potentially even start, you know, at small forward or shooting guard. He's a point guard, but, you know, he could start at shooting guard, really, if you wanted him to. I just, you know, it'll be... 
really cool to see him on the Warriors if he doesn't sign, which he looks like he's not going to sign with the Warriors G League team. It'll be really cool to see him end up with the Warriors on their actual team, on their squad, and how Steph Curry and him and the chemistry really, you know, shapes out and how it fits, that fit between that team, you know, the chemistry, how they react with each other, how they play with each other, and their game plan. All right, guys, this was episode five of Around the Horn. That is going to cap it off for today's episode. We'll be coming out with new my, – my channel will be coming out with some new episodes for a new series on the NFL. And, you know, be sure to share this episode or series if you like it uh, to, with your friends. Love all the support. Appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are safe, staying well, and uh, finding you in good health listening to this in good health and you know i'm gonna see you guys later peace out guys